Three Times Lucky by Sheila Turnage. Chapter 26. Sorry. What do you think I'm doing here, you little nothing? Mr. Mason slurred, pulling the front door to. You think I'm going? I'm standing outside in this weather when I got a loving family to come home to? He swayed like the pines outside, water dripping from his jacket. Dale, I said, making my voice soft. Back up. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw Miss Rose rise unsteadily to her feet. Dale took a ragged breath and stepped back. Miss Rose pulled him behind her. Mason, she said, you're drunk and you're not supposed to be here. He looked at her the way a cat looks at a bird, his eyes glinting. So, he said, why don't you call that detective boyfriend of yours and complain? You think I don't know about him? He leered at her. Go ahead and call. So that was it. Detective Starr ain't Miss Rose's boyfriend, Mr. Mason. He's got the hots for Miss Rutzel. Of course, I added. You don't need to take my word for it. He'll be back in a few minutes, and you can ask him yourself. Shut up, Mo. he growled, keeping his eyes on Miss Rose. You talk too much. If you were my kid, I'd knock some sense into you, wouldn't I, Dale? Go ahead, Rose. Call for help. When she didn't move, he sneered. What's the matter? Phone out? She glanced at us. Dale? Mo, light the candles. It's dark in here. I reached for the matches. I'd seen Mr. Mason drunk plenty of times, but I'd never seen him like this. Not this mean. Not this bold. Outside, a tree crashed to the ground, but the storm outside no longer mattered. Mason, Miss Rose said, if you insist on staying, we can at least sit down and act like... Hey, boy, your mama tell you she took papers out on me? He demanded, his face twisted. Threw me out of my own house. She tell you that? Dale's hand shook as he lit a candle. She told me you don't live here anymore. Well, he said, today's your lucky day. I just moved back in. You, he said to Miss Rose, get me something to eat. She hesitated. I knew she wouldn't leave us alone with him. Did you hear me? The colonel always feeds Mr. Mason when he comes to the cafe drunk. He says it sobers him up. I'll get you something, Mr. Mason, I said. How about a PB&J on Wonder Bread? Am I talking to you? He shouted, slamming his fist against Miss Rose's bookcase and setting her red vase rocking. Did I ask you to get me something? Sit down and shut up. Don't you find yourself tied up like that loudmouth... Don't. You'll find yourself tied up like that loudmouth stepmother of yours. My anger jumped like a flame to a wick. What do you know about Miss Lana? Mason, Miss Rose said, if you've hurt Lana, I swear I'll... His hand snaked out. He grabbed the front of her blouse and yanked her forward onto her toes. You'll what? He growled. Get me thrown out of my own house? Daddy, Dale cried. Let her go. Time shifted into slow motion. Mr. Mason's hand swooped down in a clean, vicious arc, slamming Miss Rose's face, snapping her head back. She staggered sideways, her knees buckling as she crashed to the floor. Dale, I shouted. Karate! Fighting stance! I leaped in front of Miss Rose, hands up. Mr. Mason laughed and swiped at me like a big cat. I danced back, ready to kick. Dale! Mr. Mason smirked. Dale won't help you. He's a coward. That did it. I kicked with all my might, leaning, twisting my body and throwing my weight into it, sending a perfect round kick to the side of his knee. I felt his knee give and I saw his face twist in pain. He lurched sideways as Miss Rose struggled to her feet. I darted forward to elbow his chin, but she grabbed my arm. Stop! She gasped. He'll kill you. Mason, please. She's a child. Just, just sit down. I'm sorry. I'll get you something to eat. His laugh came jagged as broken glass, and he stepped closer, fist raised. The first shot rang out, and the vase on Miss Rose's bookcase exploded. I turned. Dale stood by the settee, face pale. 
Miss Rose's shotgun pointed square at his father's heart. His eyes met Mr. Mason's. Get out of this house or I swear I will kill you, he said. Mr. Mason's laugh wobbled thin and uncertain through the stunned silence. He won't shoot me. He stepped forward and Dale backed up, biting his lip. He was right. Dale was bluffing. He could never pull that trigger. He will too shoot you, I said, and I'll swear it was self-defense. Hush, Mo, Miss Rose said, her voice scared. Dale? Mr. Mason edged near. Dale eased back, stopping in the hallway door. One more step and Mr. Mason would have the gun. Then what? I looked for a weapon. Nothing. I glanced at Dale's terrified face. Pull the trigger, I said. Mr. Mason snorted. You ain't got it in you, boy. Maybe not, the colonel said, stepping out of the dark hallway and into the door. But you'd better believe I have it in me. He reached across Dale's body and took the gun. Good work, son, he said. I'll take it from here. The colonel pointed the shotgun at Mr. Mason. Get on your knees and put your hands behind your head, you yellow-bellied traitor, the colonel said. Soldier? Yes, sir, I said, my voice full of tears. Find me something to tie this coward up with. He glanced around the room. Where's Lana? Isn't she with you? Fear flashed across his face like lightning. Not yet, he said, but she will be. He glared at Mr. Mason. I said, get on your knees. Soldier, are you okay? I blinked back tears. Yes, sir. You missed seeing me in battle. I added, squaring my shoulders, hand-to-hand comment with assailant twice my size. A smile whispered across his unshaven face. I look forward to your report, he said. Right now we have a prisoner to deal with. Mr. Mason barked out a laugh. Prisoner? What are you talking about? Put that gun down. He licked his rough lips. Rose, I'm sorry if I hurt you, he said, glancing at her. You just make me so mad I can't help it. Dale, could you get your mother some ice, the colonel asked, and secure the back door, please, sir? I'm afraid I jimmied the lock on my way in. His gun hadn't wavered. Mason, on your knees. Mr. Mason bumped to the floor, hands high. Cripes, he muttered. Your kid kicks like a mule. He gave Miss Rose a sickly smile. I said I'm sorry. I agree, the colonel said, taking the extension cord. I yanked from the wall. Sorry is precisely the word for you. Sit back and tie your feet together. Soldier, see if you can find another cord. As the colonel bulldogged Mr. Mason's hands, Dale came back cupping a dish towel of ice. Mason, the colonel said, where's Lana? How should I know? Then where's Slate? Where's your partner? Miss Rose gasped. His partner? We ain't partners, Mr. Mason said. Slate hired me to drive some pizzas to the Blaylock place. That's all. He twisted like a snake on a stick. I didn't know you and Lana were in trouble, Colonel. I swear I didn't. He's lying, I said, and the Colonel nodded. Mr. Mason dropped the helpless expression, replacing it with his usual hard mask. Fine, he snarled. Turn me in. Delivering pizza isn't a crime. The colonel sat in Miss Rose's straight-backed chair and leaned close to him. If anything happens to Lana, that's first-degree murder for Slate and for you. Mason, Miss Rose said, for God's sake, if you know anything, try Jesse Tatum's place, he said, his voice sullen. Slate said something about going back there. He probably took Lana with him. Of course, I said, watching Dale ice Miss Rose's eye. He moved easy and sure, like he'd iced it a thousand times. A criminal always returns to the scene of the crime. I should have thought of that. Shut up, Mo, Mr. Mason snapped. You got too much mouth. No wonder your mother threw you away. Dale froze, and I saw the colonel's hand tighten on his gun. Finally, someone had said it out loud, and out loud the words felt surprisingly thin. I looked Mr. Mason in the eye. 
Maybe she did throw me away, and maybe she didn't, I said. But if she did, she only did it once. You throw your people away every day that rolls around, and it sure ain't because something's wrong with them. I looked at the colonel. What's our plan, sir? He sat still and quiet as a rabbit, his long, fine-boned hands draped delicately across the shotgun. We're going to ask to borrow Rose's Pinto, he finally said. If she says yes, I'll wait for the storm to break. Then I'm going to find Lana. Not by yourself, you're not, I thought, but I nodded and bided my time.